All right, before I start the show, I want to tell you about our sponsor, MetPro. Last spring, you might remember that I did an episode with MetPro's founder, Angelo Poli, about how his company has helped thousands of people understand their bodies better through metabolism tracking. Well, MetPro just launched a brand new tool that lets you see the same science and tailored strategy that their experts use. So you can start tracking, analyzing, and learning what your metabolism responds to best. Now, my listeners get up to one month for free when you sign up, so head to metpro.co slash getfitguy to learn more. Welcome to the Get Fit Guys, quick and dirty tips to slim down and shape up. My name is Ben Greenfield, I'm the Get Fit Guy, and you're about to discover part two of my special series on how to increase your grip strength. You're listening to episode number 274. If you want to go listen to part one, just go to quickanddirtytips.com and look for episode 272. In my last episode, you learn why grip strength and proper development of your finger, hand, wrist, and forearm musculature is so darn important, whether you're an athlete in just about any sport on the face of the planet, or whether you're simply spending your time doing things like typing, driving, housework, cooking, or anything else that requires your hands. Well, in this episode, I'm going to give you insight from a man who I consider to be a true guru of grip my own fitness and obstacle course racing coach, Yancey Culp. And here's what Yancey had to say when I asked him to give me his best grip strengthening tips for this article. Yancey says, I grew up on a farm where I was required to work with my hands literally seven days a week, performing various tasks from hauling hay to chopping wood to building fences to working livestock to a variety of other farm duties. When I began competing in obstacle course racing, affectionately known as OCR, I quickly realized that these many years of working with my hands played a key role in my ability to complete the various upper body obstacles. The moment I left the farm, I stayed active in various sports like powerlifting and weightlifting and football, sports that required me to continue using my grip. So I rolled right into the world of obstacle course racing without ever going through a period of time where I allowed my grip strength to significantly decline. Once I began to hit obstacle course races, I realized that the same grip strength and grip endurance that helps you prevent nagging elbow and wrist injuries, helps you with activities of daily living, and helps you to maintain overall body strength can also help you with things like rope climbs, monkey bars, rigs with numerous types of handholds you have to traverse across like balls and pipes and ropes and rings, Herculean hoists, sandbags and bucket carries, Tarzan swings, sideways wall traverse, upside down rope traverse, cargo nets, walls, and a huge variety of other obstacles you might encounter in things like a Spartan or a Tough Mudder or any other obstacle race. But even if you didn't grow up on a farm or you've never done much weightlifting or powerlifting or you've never trained your grip strength and currently feel as if you have terrible grip strength and struggle with every upper body obstacle on an obstacle race course, you can still develop epic grip strength faster than you'd think. Before I go on, I want to tell you about our sponsor, MetPro. Last spring, I did an episode with MetPro's founder, Angelo Poli, all about metabolism. And his company, MetPro, continues to help thousands of people transform their bodies by hacking their metabolism through concierge coaching. 
Now, I spent a couple of months actually using MetPro a while ago, and it was a really cool experience, I have to say. MetPro is doing some really interesting and innovative work to help you better understand your body so you can get the results you want. And MetPro actually just launched a brand new tool that lets you see the same science and the tailored strategy that their experts are using. And you know what? It's not a food logging tool or a workout app for that matter. The MetPro app actually allows you to start tracking, analyzing, and learning what your metabolism responds to using science. And my listeners get up to one month for free when you sign up if you head to metpro.co slash getfitguy to take advantage of this opportunity. That's metpro.co slash getfitguy for up to one month for free. Let's first start with some of the more common methods of developing grip strength, and then I'll provide you with a few methods and activities and sports you may not have considered. Number one is farmer's carries, also known as farmer's walks, and these are actually pretty straightforward. You can use as many different types of weighted objects as possible, including sandbags, kettlebells, dumbbells, barbells, milk jugs, cinder blocks, tires, and just about anything else you can get your hands on. What's a farmer's carry? Well, you guessed it. Just pick up the weights and start walking for as long as you can. When you get tired, set the weight down, shake out your hands for a few seconds, then pick up the weights and start walking again. You can go uphills, downhills, upstairs, downstairs, around your backyard, stepping up and down, off benches, you name it. Number two is to do pull-ups with a huge variety of grip positions, from a front overhand grip to a neutral sideways grip to a reverse underhanded grip. On the same type of objects that you do pull-ups from, you can also do static hanging using various grip positions. So, for example, you could do three pull-ups and then simply do a static hang, which means you hang for as long as you can until your grip gives out. Do this over and over again as a set worked into one of your workouts. If you'd like, you can do things like cardio and core work in between your pull-ups and your hangs. And here's a quick tip. The thicker the bar, the better the training for your grip. If the bar is too thin, just wrap a towel around it and do your pull-ups or your hangs from the towel instead of the bar. Once you've conquered the pull-up, grab a weight and put it between your feet. Put on a weighted vest or wear a weighted belt and begin to do resistant hangs and resistance pull-ups. Number three is to pick up heavy stuff, specifically by using deadlifts and deadlift varieties, using a variety of hand grips and a variety of bar shapes, again, the thicker the bar, the better, and a variety of objects, simply practice picking a heavy weight up and off the ground over and over again. Shock your body by using low reps and high weight on some days and high rep with low weight on other days. If you don't have a barbell to do your deadlifts, you can do deadlifts with a sandbag, a couple of kettlebells, dumbbells, heavy rocks, logs, you name it. Tip number four is to use hand grip strengthening devices. One of the best hand grip strengthening devices out there is made by a company called Captains of Crush and comes in a variety of levels from easy all the way up to several hundred pounds of resistance. That same company also has little elastic bands for your fingers called hand expanders. When you combine regular use of a hand grip strengthening device with these elastic bands for your fingers, it's not only a perfect way to train your grip, but also an extremely effective way to get rid of issues such as tennis elbow and golfer's elbow, pain on the outside or pain on the inside of your elbow. Number five is to hit the playground. 
on a playground, play around with as many different methods of traversing the monkey bars as possible. Sideways, front to back, back to front, one arm on a bar at a time, both arms on a bar at a time, etc. Then throw in other moves on the playground equipment if other equipment is around, like climbing up the swing set chains, shimming up poles, hanging upside down and doing pull-ups from the jungle gym, and even bouldering back and forth on kids' rock climbing walls. You can easily spend an entire workout at a playground and throw in sprints, skips, bounds, hops, burpees, and other moves in between your playground time. Now, in addition to the tips I just gave you, when working with Ben and other clients, I also implement a few of my lesser-known grip strengthening methods that allow you to have fun at the same time you're getting a better grip, including things like jiu-jitsu, judo, other martial arts, wrestling, climbing trees, working with hand tools like shovels, hoes, rakes, pretty much anything and everything associated with landscaping and gardening, cutting and chopping wood, swinging sledgehammers against giant tires, hauling hay, water skiing, wakeboarding, and other water sports where you have to hold a ski rope. Other activities qualify too, like playing a guitar for long periods of time, walking through airports, carrying your luggage in your hands rather than rolling it on wheels or slinging it over your shoulders, and yes, even the extremely macho activity of kneading bread. So, as you can see, there are a huge variety of ways to train your grip. However, I'm often asked what my bread and butter grip training exercises are. So, in no particular order of importance, here are seven of my favorites. Sandbell rows, sandbell snatch and throw, sledgehammer swings, tire flip, horizontal and vertical pull-ups and hangs, farmer's walk, and the use of a hand grip strengthening device. Now, in the show notes for this episode, if you go to quickanddirtytips.com, episode 274, there's a video that will show you each of these exercises. When I incorporate these strategies with Ben and my other clients, I work grip strength training into the training program a minimum of three times a week, sometimes as part of a bigger workout and sometimes on its own as part of a mini workout. For an OCR athlete, a huge key is to include as much variety in a single workout as possible because in many cases you'll have to deal with two, three, four, or five grip strength obstacles within a very short distance out on a race course. In a Spartan race, a series of obstacles like this all lined up in a row tend to be called a burpee maker due to the high rate of grip failure and the burpee penalties you must do if you fail that obstacle. Now, performing higher rep counts that get you a forearm and grip burning feeling, which means lactic acid is building up in those muscles, then resting and repeating while using as many different types of devices as possible can go a long way in helping you out on a race course and in building grip endurance. So here's what a very basic and easy to implement sample workout I'd program for Ben would look like. You'd run for two minutes at race pace or tempo pace. Then do sandbag farmer carries for 30 seconds. Then do 10 pull-ups. And after that 10th pull-up, hang until forced to drop. Continue repeating this scenario for 10 rounds, but drop your pull-ups down to 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, and 1 for the remaining 9 sets. Now, the reasoning behind training like this is it's easy for many to step up to a pull-up bar and knock out pull-ups when they're fresh, but hitting that bar with a high heart rate and after hammering the grip with the farmer's walk is a whole different story. Completing workouts like this will start to build a lot of confidence as you approach obstacles out on a course. And even if you never plan on doing an obstacle course race, developing a strong grip will help you reduce the risk of elbow and 
wrist injuries, increase overall body strength, and reduce your propensity for shoulder injury. Oh, and one final thing, try not to wear gloves. Rather than relying on the tacky grip of a glove, it's better to build up calluses and tough skin on your hands and fingers. Plus, if you are indeed an obstacle course racer and your gloves get wet or muddy, you're going to find that you slide off obstacles quite quickly. In other words, ugly, beat-up hands with big old muscular sausage fingers make for a great grip. Well, it's back to Ben Greenfield here, and a big thanks to my coach, Yancey Culp, for these tips. There are a couple extra quick takeaways I want to throw in before bringing this episode series to a close. First, in a recent BenGreenfieldFitness.com podcast I recorded with an award-winning author about avoiding elbow and wrist pain by dictating rather than typing on a computer, I mentioned two other strategies. Strategies that you should highly consider implementing if you type a lot, have wrist or elbow pain from any other activity, or if you're doing plenty of the grip strengthening exercises you've just learned. Uh, Tip number one is to get yourself an arm aid device. This is a device that looks like some kind of medieval torture device, but that actually works better than anything I've ever found for deep tissue work on your wrists, forearms, and elbows. I'll put a video in the show notes of me demonstrating what it looks like and exactly how to use it. And number two is to try a special program called the Elbow Cure Program. You can check it out at bengreenfieldfitness.com slash elbow cure. And at first glance, the website appears to be selling a cheesy internet marketing slang field ebook, but it's actually one of the most innovative programs I've ever used for eliminating my own elbow pain fast. It involves things like a hammer, rubber bands, big wooden sticks, and other easy-to-find tools for banishing elbow pain, like golfer's elbow, tennis elbow, and issues that typists and people who work on computers get. It's a very simple, easy-to-follow program. Now, if you have more questions about any of the things that you've learned in this episode or the previous episode on getting a grip, then head over to facebook.com slash getfitguy. That's facebook.com slash getfitguy and leave your thoughts, comments, and questions there. And until next time, I'm Ben Greenfield, the Get Fit Guy, asking you, what are you waiting for? Go get fit. Go get fit.